Hello everyone, it's Alan Toby here again for part three of our series on pressure and stress. Hi Toby. Hi. Good to be with you again today to, to discuss this really important topic for everyone and to share how it is for us and, uh, and to help the girls to actually really begin our audience to really begin to reflect on pressure and stress and why we think it's so important. And to do a quick overview of the last two podcasts that we did for Beauty and Business, uh, part one and two, which we highly recommend you go and listen to if you haven't already, and you'll find them in your inbox if you are part of our audience. If you are not, you can join us by going to www.salonsuccess.club forward slash join, and you will have the Beauty and Business inbox mag in your um, in your email. There's actually three W's you just said two. That's Did also, I? Yeah, www. Yep. www. <laughs> I just love that Toby just is in on all this detail, right? <laughs> so handy. So don't put in www. Definitely www. And, uh, and then, of course, you can also go to our blog at uh, browsesecrets.com forward slash blog to catch up on all of the past podcasts that we have been putting out for you. So, when, Toby, when we looked at pressure and stress, we, what we really did is look at the difference between the two because a lot of the time we don't see that there's, there's a definite difference between pressure and pressure is quite an innate part of life you know there's pressure all the time whereas stress is what we make of life you know we do that to ourselves Um, and understanding the difference between the two gives you a sense of perspective and it puts you for me it puts me in my in a place of uh, of of, uh, empowerment i guess one one side of it is that you've got uh with pressure when that converts to stress, there's some level of identification with the pressure. So we we feel identified with it, and because we feel identified with it, that's inherently stressful because it's 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 tied into what we are. So we're experiencing that. We're actually experiencing the pressure uh, in a way that uh, it's not our choosing. It's not it's not something that is in any way separate from us. The pressure is actually a part of us and that is stressful so we experience it as stress Mm, that's really beautiful and I think too what's important to understand is that when we feel like I think what I've just heard you say is that when we feel that we have no control we don't we don't have an inherent understanding of what pressure actually is and we we feel out of control we don't have control over it we feel that we are at at the mercy of pressure because we haven't learnt how to understand what pressure is we don't know what it's for we don't understand its purpose and therefore it becomes something of uh, it becomes bigger than us and it becomes something that we have just simply no power over and we're helpless to it and that 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 in that belief i mean really that's a belief isn't it which is completely untrue that belief in and of itself creates stress because we're afraid yeah, I'd, I'll just add one thing about that. I think that I think that the relationship between control and pressure is 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 interesting and important because um, we we don't necessarily have control over pressure. Pressure is something that is part of circumstance. It's part of life. It is something that happens, and it's not something that we have control over. In terms of being in our own interior, 
in a way that has a true relationship to pressure, we realize that what we do have control over where our actual power lies is in the way in which we relate to pressure or the way in which we identify or don't identify with the pressure and with the circumstances. So there's sort of a... um, it's just an important role. It's an important point to make um, the role of control and it's, how control relates to that. Because often, I mean, control is a big factor surrounding c- creating stress and where our our actual power lies. It's fantastic, isn't it? When you when you start to take the layers off and you start to just unfold what what things are in our lives that keep us limited and fearful and unable to cope or in coping mode rather than just living you know because when we're coping we're not really living at all we're just sort of like a machine going you know like some sort of robotic kind of exercise that we call life and um, it is all about how we relate like we've spoken before in, in other podcasts about our relationship to our thinking, which is extremely important, and I want to really dive into that even a little bit more. Perhaps you could just share a little bit, um, uh, elaborate on what you mean when you say relate. Like, like if I'm, if I'm uh, relating to my business, if I'm relating to pressure, if I'm relating to, to difficulty, to a feeling, to my thinking, what does that what does that actually mean? Can you make that a little bit more sort of tangible? Mm, well, I think that in, in reality, you have a relationship because the word relating comes from the word other way. I'm not sure which way is first, whether it's that relating or relationship comes first, but it really is coming from the same thing, isn't it? Like you have a relationship with your thinking. You have a relationship with pressure so uh, in that if you look at that and you start to question that you have a relationship with your business you have a relationship with everything in life you have a relationship with nature you have a relationship with with everything we have a relationship with it and in that the way that that relationship exists or where it comes from we're relating to it from that relationship that we've set up so if you have a relationship with pressure that is Uh, stressful because you're afraid of it well then the way that you relate to pressure will come from that relationship that you've set up so it's really about peeling back the layers and looking at things really honestly and I guess I hear you saying or when you're saying that I'm I'm seeing the role of um, of meaning and what something means so the way the relationship that I have with pressure is going to determine what pressure means to me Absolutely. like what so everything um, and then the purpose that it serves in my life absolutely so they seem to be quite intricately and involved. you know and I think that what we what we're going to what we're going to be going over today we're going to give the the our audience and our beautiful brow family something very very tangible and practical because you know this is part three doesn't mean we're not going to talk about it again but this is part three so we want to really go into the practical and the tangible for them but to understand the foundation, where this all stems from, how they can, you know, it's almost like changing your mind. You have a new perspective and all of a sudden, you know, the way that you related to pressure, you can see it and you now have a choice. Whereas before there was this pre-sort of determined, uh, predetermined kind of meaning that you'd attached to it that you have no idea where it came from. It doesn't even matter. Feed the, feed the belief that there's no other way other than being 100% reactive. Absolutely. That's just part of the equation of pressure is that 
you're just reactive in it so then you're not you're not really in your power it's quite powerless that's right and i think that you know pressure being such a significant part of uh, an innate part of our life if we are not taught if we don't learn if we don't discover how to be with pressure and and we're not prepared to undo and take the layers off of our relationship to pressure and what what we make it mean we really whether we like it or not we are in a powerless position you know, we really are, aren't we? It's not like, you know, it will make you powerless. You actually literally are. If pressure is something you want to avoid or you you just, you know, you, you don't like it, you don't want it. I mean, that in so, and of itself, that belief is really, is really a powerless, keeps you in a very powerless space. So can we just shift gears for a moment and, um, um, and just break it down? And if we look at, if we look at pressure, um, we could say that it's almost synonymous with difficulty. So when we're in a situation of some sort um, and we're faced with a certain difficulty, there's different parts um, and different components to that that make up that. And I think that when those parts, which we can go over now, when they get blended, it actually fuels further confusion. It fuels a story coming out of it. It, um, it fuels further difficulty. Definitely, yeah. And mm-hmm. can I just share one thing about that? You just said something that, and, and I'd love to talk to you about it just a little bit, and you, know, you can share your thoughts with us all about it. But let's just, uh, I'll just go back. You said that uh, the pressure is synonymous with the difficulty. And uh, I think that until we get to a stage where pressure is no longer, like we really undo all of our stories surrounding pressure, it will seem like a difficulty in our experience. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, and yeah, I, I didn't think mean that's... to say it's actually difficulty, mm-hmm. but in our experience, it's experienced as that. And, yeah. and yet, you know, when we unravel it, we can get to a place within ourselves where pressure is no longer a difficulty, but actually because we know how to be with it, we have a relationship that's extremely healthy to pressure. And it's true, it's an honest relationship, that pressure actually can no longer be a difficulty and isn't that really something that the human race as a whole could could really just allow themselves to absorb even just the possibility of that is complete and total freedom in in my mind so what a beautiful beautiful topic to to bring Mm. forward uh, Mm. for our budding entrepreneurs so that they can consider the possibility of one day any day, any moment that that could become a reality for them. That's really something so beautiful. So I want to just ask you to go through these. The, the, uh, you, you mentioned confusion and, and I really, you know, I know in my life I've experienced this and, um, and it's, it's really wonderful. So if you can continue to undo this and just unravel it together with me, that would be great, I think. Well, I, I guess I just wanted to ask you and see if you can share your your perspective on on the different parts. So let me suggest a few things, and then you can share sure. what your thoughts are on that, perhaps. So, in in a difficulty, um, I mean, I see that in a way that that there's possibly three parts to it. The first is we we come into contact with how we're feeling about something which could be terrible it could be a lot of tension it could be a lot of anger it could be sadness it could be whatever it is it doesn't matter um and then 
Um, and then out of that feeling can actually sprout an entire perspective of the situation, which is which is really being being governed by that feeling. So let's let's call that um, component number one, right? Now um, another side to it, which uh, is actually quite an independent and separate side, is the the practical side. So for example, as a, as a salon owner and as a business owner, something happens and that can cause uh, a certain difficulty or a certain feeling, but that is quite separate from the practical side of dealing with that issue at hand. Like independent of how I feel about something, uh, I still need to uh, pay my taxes, I still need to um, run my business, I still need to service and deal with clients. I need to do all of those things from a purely practical perspective independent of how I'm actually feeling about it. So there's, that's the practical side can be, let's just call that component number two, let's say. And then the third part of it, the third part of being faced with difficulty or a difficult situation or circumstance is that, is there anything here that I can actually learn? Can I gain any knowledge? Can I gain learning from this so that in future, I'm, uh, I become more because of it or, or I actually develop my, my, my awareness around my business if it's a business um, issue uh, and so on. So there's like this, this feeling component. There's a practical managing of, of, of the actual situation and then there's the learning that we can take from that. And I'd, I guess, just like to pr uh, premise it with suggesting that the combining of those three things, the combining with all, uh, of all of the difficulty of feeling with the practical side of things just uh, generates a story and generates um, a confusion and actually perpetuates the difficulty. Whereas the separation of them, the independent addressing of each of them separately um, clarifies a lot of things and actually, and actually offers perhaps a little bit more of a refreshing and clean perspective of it. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. You know, Savi, I've been listening to you and, and something has just landed in me which I think is really important to share. And, you know, in our lives we, we have choice. That's all we have. We have either we're going to move, we're going to move through, uh, move forward through love, you know, I say face forward, heart open, or we're going to move forward in fear. And if we, if we actually don't begin to question pressure in our relationship to pressure, let's just look at that because that's what we're looking at today. There's so many other things that we could talk about. But if we don't question that, what actually happens is that we are living our life without building any inner ground that we can really trust and depend on, like an inner ground that comes from honesty, sincerity, open-heartedness and bravery really in my mind. So there's nothing wrong with never doing that if that's you you know you, you're choosing that. If you know there is another way, I think what you're speaking about now what I'm hearing is that we have this we're offering to our audience to our beautiful brow community. We're offering salon owners an opportunity to begin to build this incredibly deep, rich, meaningful ground within that is real strength. 
because what's the point of being strong you know let's push 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 forward and deep down inside we know we're kidding ourselves we know we've got to depend on how we're feeling so that we can have this strength today to keep going to get our dreams done come on you can do it don't you know all these sayings all these quotes everywhere but what we're offering here is a grounded enriching empowering perspective that will build your real or give you access to your real strength within you don't even have to create it because it's already there waiting for you it'll give you access to your real strength to become a strong human being to build incredible ground within yourself that you can always access through just perspective through really being able to take the layers off and through honesty of course so from what you just said, I love what you just, you've just said because feeling, then you're looking at the practical because as business owners and even as, as human beings, we're always having to make decisions and decide on how we're going to deal with certain things. And, how, you know, and then, of course, the learning. But how we deal with these things is completely 100% affected by how we think about them and how we feel about them. So the first in all of this has to be thoughts and feelings if you can't if you if you don't if you you know it takes bravery to look at your to question your thinking to question your perspective where you're coming from and your feelings can i just interject i'll just throw in you used the word bravery you used it before and you've just used it again i just wanted to throw in a potential definition for bravery um and and that is really And I say this because when we think about bravery, we think about um, a warrior that's got, you know, they're on the battlefield, let's say, and they're very strong and they're powerful and they're brave, right? But I'd like to offer the definition that I think that you may be alluding to, that bravery is in fact a willingness to be vulnerable. That's what bravery is, a willingness to be vulnerable. That's true bravery. Otherwise, we've got a vulnerability that we're actually covering over and pushing down and then we're trying to be brave on top of that but we're always going to be avoiding that point inside ourselves because we're not brave enough to actually go there which is true bravery so i just wanted to throw that in as part of the mm. context yes that's beautiful and and really women you know because we're speaking mainly to women here um you know there is that we do have that ability we love being vulnerable you know we're vulnerable when we when we're with our babies, we're vulnerable when we're with our, our, our partners and we're in love. Like we, we love being vulnerable. And, and, and sometimes, you know, we're, well, not sometimes, I think that the belief that being vulnerable is being weak uh, and that that's been sort of drummed into us for so long in our lives, uh, that somehow vulnerability is a weakness, is one of the most, you know, destructive and damaging beliefs that women have been led to believe and have embraced that like the feminist movement did that to some extent did a lot of great things but it also made us like somehow shun our vulnerability and and see it as weakness and to me and I know to you that vulnerability is our greatest power and our and our greatest um well point of bravery it's when we, we we're really being brave well that layer i think that layer where there's a layer or, or or a want or a need to avoid some aspect of vulnerability within ourselves that first step is is um, essentially the building block 
to dishonesty, some, some, some level of self-dishonesty that we have because we're going to be acting out and playing out and creating our beliefs and living our life um, through what we may have a feeling of strength. Like if we look at strength, you look at anger. If someone's incredibly angry, they feel strong. They feel very strong in their body because they're avoiding the vulnerability inside, which is underneath that, which is perhaps quite often sadness. So then we develop a feeling of, of being powerful, but it's actually a, um, a dishonest cascade that's come from an avoidance of a vulnerability. So it's not wanting to look face to face honestly, which we, we spoke about um, in the last podcast, the honesty to actually see um, what's actually the case, which can eventuate in a, a, a cost in terms of our sense of self. We have to let go of a part of our sense of self. We lose a part of our, our identity, our belief system, which is, it comes right down to the core of survival, to you know, what it means to survive. Um, in social circles, in life, in, in any situation. So it's so tied in with, with um, I mean, it, anything that has a relationship with our identity inside us, um, it needs bravery and it needs a willingness to be vulnerable to really go in and bring honesty, bring honesty to all of those things. And I think that it could be a beginning too when you mentioned anger. It, the, the real beginning for that. Uh, is to just acknowledge that you know right now I'm I'm feeling angry, and that in that in and of itself is a level of honesty. It's not like we need to feel bad for being angry or that we're being dishonest and we're bad people. It's just when you bring a level of honesty to that, an acknowledgement and accepting that right now this is how it is for me. There's something that really lets go inside of your body. You you just can can drop deeper and you do have access to more. I mean honesty is is just the key isn't it it's just like if you're if you're sad if you're angry normally as you said it's because you're feeling sad um you know if we go again take those layers break those layers down you will get to a place a lot of the time of being really heartbroken and feeling devastated but we don't like to go there you know we we we, we really don't we're not used to it. we haven't been taught that it's okay to go there it's like you know how many times have we heard like i mentioned before that if we go there we're weak or or somehow it's not okay and, and that in women, and being a woman, I understand this and I've lived this and, you know, this is my undoing. Uh, somehow, you know, we've got something to prove to the opposite sex, you know, like somehow it's been drummed in us that we've got to prove ourselves. Well, you know, that I want to just absolutely just, you know, that is just a lie. Like there's no one that we're up against whatsoever. We have nothing to prove. We have such value just in and of you know, be our essence and everything that we are, and, and and you know, the deeper that we go, the more that we see what we our real true value, and and in that there is nothing that you can do, to that we need to do for that true value to be um, made more. I mean, you are so much already, and 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 I think that that's probably another another podcast. So we're going off. Track almost a what bit. you're saying though, it's uh, 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 it almost can be can be come down to and be summed up in, in, in a single statement, which is the ability to, to feel without having to do. Like that's, that's a really profound thing, to be able to feel pain or feel um, whatever we're feeling inside 
without having to do. So there's sort of like those two things because often the, the, um, um, the movement or the cascade of a feeling is a need, to, a need to do something. And that may not be, I'm not talking about doing something behaviorally. I'm just talking about doing something with the powers that we have inside ourselves, whether it be through thought or through generating another emotion or through, it's almost like comes back to the satisfaction of revenge in a movie when someone's, you know, a, a terrible criminal and everything and finally they get theirs and there's this feeling of satisfaction. We can sort of almost um, stimulate that inside ourselves to stimulate the attack thoughts that we have with every, um, you know, something or someone in a circumstance or, or in our environment. Um, yeah, mm. and, that's, and that's feeling with doing. Whereas if you yes. can feel without having to do, that just reminded me of what you said. That's really yeah. beautiful. Again, gosh, all these beautiful perspectives. It's just so lovely, isn't it? And I think that that's true. It's like, you know, the, the more that we build the ground within where we can allow feeling to be there and just really not feel threatened by it, and just know that it's okay. It's okay to have these emotions and feelings soaring through us. And that you can even start to take the label off it a little bit. And, you know, when you have this energy moving through you that is like maybe, ang you, you know, it feels like anger or it seems to be anger, when you see that it could just be a movement of energy moving through, you can just allow it. And, and as it moves through you, it, it comes, it goes, and it's just no longer there. You know, it's, I love to give the, the analogy of the clouds in the sky and the sky and that we are the, 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 you know, the glorious blue sky and the clouds like our feelings and our thoughts, they come. And it's a very simple one, but it's sweet. You know, they come and they go. You know, you can't, if you're depending on your thoughts and your feelings to guide you in this life, that's, that, that's, that's where you, you have that instability and you know that inside yourself. You know, and I've experienced this. This is not me speaking from a place of where I haven't lived through this. I'm not living through this. And, and, and my entire commitment and purpose in my life is to continue to build the ground inside of me where more can come in. I have more of an allowance, more of an ability to let more of what what is life come in and really continue to go to what's deeper, to the honesty and allow for more. Like I can give you more room in our relationship. I can I can give our business more room. I can you know I can become more productive. Like it's building ground, and you know like often our all of our our girls our our our, our community. You know I'm I'm on Facebook and social media all the time, and I'm constantly seeing all these business people, entrepreneurs. You know giving everyone new things to do. Do this, and you're going to be fine. You know do buy this journal, online journal, you know, write down all your activities and just do them every day. And there's always all this do, 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 right? But what this is about is, is saying sometimes it's not about doing more. It's about learning and developing you because your business is you. You know, your business without you is, and your business is a reflection of you. So your business without you and that deeper development will only hit a particular place and and the majority of the time and this is not me saying this you know you will definitely get to burnout if you're not developing these deeper uh, and more honest ways of moving in the world you will get burnout or you will get to a stage where your business is no longer a joy where you are overwhelmed where you you know and it is the honesty and we can all get to that it's interesting because um 
if, if we think about uh, entrepreneurship and actually um, starting, running a business, building a business, there's not really a, um, a separation between that. Like often people go into business because they want uh, freedom from a boss or they want, they want a level of independence, they want to control their own life and they move into it and they find themselves uh, often in a situation where they feel controlled by their business, where they feel uh, overwhelmed uh, by it, where they don't have the necessary skills and abilities to deal with all of the things that come with managing a business um, and everything like that. Um, I think that um, I think that the idea of entrepreneurship is uh, to be able to handle more and more pressure effectively. And in being able to handle it, that's the development, the true development, um, or the first first level, first step development of of an entrepreneur. Because anyone who's in that role needs to hold a lot. Like you that's do need correct. to hold a lot. And I think that our, our definitely our audience will agree with that because I know that many of them speak about being overwhelmed, frustrated. And you know, one of the things is not being able to reach their potential, but trying to reach your potential without solid ground within, without really, it's like trying to build a house without a solid foundation, like go and build one on sand or something. I don't know, is that, would that be relevant? Like on sand sure. or on quicksand? <laughs> on moving ground. Moving ground. <laughs> um, try and build a house on that. Well, what, how is that going to feel? Is that going to give you the confidence that that house is going to be there long term, forever, for 100 years? Or, you know, are you building something, an asset? Are you really building something that is solid? So I think that this is where this is so beautiful. So let's look at feeling. I think we've been looking at that for a little so bit. So let me actually. just ask you something. Oh, okay. Let Go me on. just throw Go this ahead. back, right? Yes. We're talking about I brought up these three different things and trying to keep, trying to look at them independently and not mix them up. So let's say, for example, I'll just propose something and get your thoughts on it. Let's say that someone has had some sort of difficult situation and they're looking at what they've learnt in the situation. So they're looking at what sort of knowledge have they gained. Let's say that they were to be blending that with all of the difficulty in the way that they felt about it. They may, that may eventuate, hypothetically, in um, something like, say, I've learnt that I never want to be hurt like that again. Right? So they've learnt something and they've, they've not... Um, uh, independently looked at what they can learn independent of their feeling. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, that, that is a completely different um, series. When you say that to me, I just like, we haven't even got time to begin <laughs> looking at that. So I, but it's so important because you're right. And the thing is that we're not governed by our conscious thinking. Like it's not even like they need to consciously like think that, open their mouth and say it. But if we're afraid of our feelings, if we're afraid of pressure, if we, if we don't have the ability, the codes, so to speak, to deal with pressure, the understanding, what happens is our, our subconscious thinks that for us. Mm -hmm. In fact, our subconscious has already thought that if we're afraid of pressure. It's already done and dusted. It's not like it's going to, it's just reinforcing the belief that I never want to feel that again. Because life gives us the opportunity to, re, to undo that belief that's already been created in our subconscious by giving us an opportunity of a problem. And in that, in that problem, we have the opportunity, the invitation to go, oh, whoa, let me look at this differently. Maybe, maybe I actually can be in this feeling of discomfort. Maybe I can 
look at it differently. Maybe it's almost like a tool's being passed to you, and it's like, okay, what are you going to use the tool for? You, you, you come about in this situation of real difficulty and um, and pressure, and that's and that that's like a tool, and it's being passed to you. It's right. It's like saying to you, you know, the belief of I, 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 I never want to feel that again. That's there for every single human. Being. I think maybe, you know, 0.0001%, maybe not. But for every single one of us, that is already there. That's why we have all these love songs that are about, you know, I'm never going to let you hurt me again. I'm never, this is coming from this. I never want to feel this again. We hear it every day. We're being brainwashed in, from the world every day that we shouldn't or, be able to feel our feelings. Well, I'll Although just, we can't. Or I'll just suggest something. That's one, one polarity. That's one side of it. The other side of it is the the reveling in it. So 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 it's the it's the the love songs perhaps that actually stimulate that and have people fall into that. So it's almost like um, a getting off on it or something, or like a like a um, um, it's serving a different purpose. It's still not. It doesn't bring it down to. To, to honesty and cleanness, which sits power. in the middle. Yeah. Your real power. But there's two, there's two sides yeah, to it. One is the, the, uh, the avoidance and the other is, um, yeah, using it for to sort of stimulate like a, a feeling of sorrow. Of yeah, mm. there's, there's mm. like a victim but, thing and but it helps if, people to feel more deeply and, and so yeah, on. Yeah, but both of those come from a place of victim, uh, a victimhood inside of us, which isn't wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just what it is. It's just a, the, the, this is where the honesty comes. And we actually can see it and we go, oh, that's what I'm doing. Because if you, if you can't see it, if you don't wake up to it, you are under the spell of it and you're believing it, you know, and then that's what you will live. And well, you will until, always feel disempowered around it. Until, yeah. sorry, you were going to say Well, I'm just saying um, um, until we can start to become conscious of what's unconscious, we're always going to be controlled by the unconscious. But isn't it's only through bringing it into awareness that you become aware of it and, yes. and you're actually you're not controlled by it because you have aware, awareness of it so you're not just living out the result of that unconsciousness. But isn't that why? Like, that makes me laugh really because this is where life is so amazing. This is where we realise what the purpose of our life is. Our life shows us what we're still holding on to in our unconscious. Whatever we're not aware of, it shows us because it's it's presenting us with an issue. Like you said, we've got learning. We, you know, we can we, we have something that occurs a difficulty, and the way that we are in it, we start to see what are we really believing. So if we cringe from pressure, we know that in our in our unconscious we have a fear of pressure. Our relationship with pressure is about please don't let me feel, please don't let me, you know, experience this again. And I, you know, so it's it's fear, it's fear based. So going back to the, the three things we spoke about because we've gone over time because it's such an exciting topic isn't it and I you know we could go on all day around this it's just incredible um so the first thing is is the thinking and the feeling like for me I you know the thinking and feeling go together we have a particular belief let's just say we have this belief already in our unconscious that I never want to feel like that again I never want to be hurt like that again I never want to experience that again and we had recently one of our beautiful girls that had an issue a couple of them actually um, with clients that they had to deal with that were pretty, you know, issues that really affected them and impacted them. And um, the beauty of that was going through with them and, and pulling it apart and, and getting them to just be in what they were feeling about it. And, and, and in that, they were able to, to, to just see that, wow, those feelings 
that were created from their beliefs about not wanting to be hurt, not their relationship with pressure, were okay. They could pass through them and wouldn't hurt them. And and in that they grew, that they actually, they, they got bigger. You know, they was like, wow, I can feel this and I don't, it's not going to kill me. Um, it doesn't matter. It's okay to have this feeling move through me and it's just passed and here I am. I'm still here. I'm still standing mm. and I'm strong. You know, I can. And, I can. and at the point, at the point of where it hasn't passed, um, and and it's very, it has a lot of density in perhaps you know our bodies and our experience. Um, it's 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 communicating something. Um, it's got a voice, and the voice might be, I hate that person. The voice might be, uh, I'm I'm not worth it. I don't I don't you know it could could be something around a self worth. It could be it could be a whole a whole range of things. But the feeling, so the feeling and the thinking really tie in because the feeling is communicating communicating something. And and the key point around that is that it's fine for that to be there, but the power lies in to what extent we we pass our belief to it. We actually offer ourselves to that and and offer like when we start to believe that we're actually giving what we are over to that and actually and what we're actually doing is releasing pressure but in a way that actually isn't empowering at all Mm because we're giving we're trying to relieve ourselves of the pressure by believing a story so we go out and we project it onto the world and we you know, rather than allowing all those thoughts to rise up, and it's okay. It's completely uh, a pressure release. It, yeah. it really is, and so to really be able to just sustain those thoughts and not, you know, not do anything with them, and just allow them to to be there without touching them, and allowing that energy. Not deny them. No, mm. no, but but not not you know try and fix them or change them or micromanage them. I mean, you know, when you feel that type of pressure inside of you, like a hurt or a betrayal or a sadness or anger, that that's there because somewhere within you, you have a belief about something. So that, you know, people that do that are bad people or people that uh, behave that way should be, you know, uh, I don't know, put in jail or whatever it is. And, and to some extent, this is actually... You know, the, the, we're not we're not questioning the right and wrong here. We're just talking about it from a principle. So that from principally, anything that um, that we're feeling within that has a big story connected to it, um, you know, it's like being able to be in that without giving our power away to the story, and that in that really understanding and getting the help if we need to to not deal with the story. The story's irrelevant but to be able to be in our bodies more and allow more, you know, allow that pressure to be there more and so on and so it on. It could just be a simple, a, um, a simple, very quiet um, acknowledgement that um, I prefer a deeper honesty. I just like all of this, my feelings, I'm seeing all of this, I'm uh, hearing the words, I actually, I find myself having belief in the hatred that I have for someone else or, you know, whatever it is. And it's just a quiet... I prefer a deeper honesty. And when you bring sincerity and belief to that statement, that's something that's just, it just very quietly undoes and just loosens the group. So what we're saying is that that's the first part of, of, of the, this is the, the practical stuff, yeah, that we, you know, we, we take full responsibility for our feelings. 
Like if we're feeling pressure, if we've got feelings that are coming up, emotions, we're not putting them onto the other person. We're actually completely taking responsibility for what is turning up in us because um, that's the first point. They're not the other person's feelings, right? They're well, yours. they're ours, yeah. And and you know, in, we've 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 almost been um, we've been taught to believe that other people are causing those feelings. We even believe that another person we can hurt other people, and other people can hurt us. And that's again another podcast. So we don't want to yeah. go off into there's tangents. Many, there's many levels but, to that. But yeah. I guess that what you know what what I just want to bring this back to to make it very easy for everyone is that the first step of for budding entrepreneurs who really want to build this ground is just a, a new perspective. If an emotion arises in you, if a feeling arises in you, it is yours. It is your 100% responsibility. And that's the first point of call. That's the first place. That, um, you know, when, when, you're, when, you, when, when you take care of that, then you have also the, the next step, which is the practicality, how to deal with this, you know, how to find a solution or to, you know, even look at the outcome of a decision in your business with a client. With And if you haven't, if you haven't looked at, at that, at the feeling first, that's just going to govern how you address Absolutely. the practical side of it. So Absolutely. that's why it's really important to bring honesty to that. And then once that is is um, fully allowed and embraced and seen. Clarity comes. Yeah, yeah. then from, from a practical perspective, you actually deal with it practically independent of that first And you know, so honesty side. then looks for the solution rather than this fear and rather than, oh, uh, yeah. you know, all of the emotions, you know, because how do we, 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 we can't, that's just, we're just creating a mess all the time. We're not really building and creating. And as budding entrepreneurs, Building is the key. Building meaningfully. Building meaningfully is the key. So the practical side becomes much more available to you. And, and, and practically, when you've let go of what's going on inside of you um, and you're able to practically see you know, what's possible, it, it becomes more a win-win situation. You really are wanting to take care of the situation in a way that is a benefit for everyone. And yeah, in a way, uh, I think, where you honestly know... Um, you're, you're honestly doing what, what seems best as, a per, as opposed to making your next chess move, as opposed to moving into, okay, practically they've done that, so I'm going to go and sneakily do this and this and this and this. And the practicality is actually fueling out of the feeling that hasn't been really accepted and taken accountability for and processed. Um, once you take care of that first part, the second part, which is the practical, actually becomes... Um, it's sort of it's it's demonstrated by what what I honestly know is best. Like what am I going to do mm. with complete honesty in that? Yes, and I think the third the third part of this because we need to wrap up today. Uh, we've gone over time just a little bit. Is the learning and for a budding entrepreneur that you can't you know these are the invitations. This is how your business begins to get stronger as you get stronger and you're coming from a place of honesty and a, pa a place of real depth and, and meaning, your business starts to, you start to see, okay, so this happened, so what do I need to do in my business for that not to happen again? Because you don't want to be repeating these things in your business if there is a way 
Um, because this is the practical side. So you may need, if clients have been cancelling a lot, for example, you may need to put a cancellation policy into place. If clients haven't been completely satisfied, you may need to have a look at how are you, how are you, you know, what is it that you could do so that you can shift through that and make that more solid in your business and create a process. So that's so like a beautiful cycle between learning and practical, learning perfect. and practical. Perfect. And it's like you actually, the budding entrepreneur working on their business rather than being stuck in this powerless place where their business is working on them or it feels like it is but really taking your power back becoming empowered through honesty and deep meaningfulness and you know like to me that this it's is like the, the three steps to power <laughs> three steps to power it, it really is the the foundation and and you know for, i just feel that we need to do more and more on this because this is such a beautiful learning it is the foundation it's a foundation of building anything in your life that is going to uh, be strong, be meaningful, be continue to be joyful. And, um, and that doesn't mean that it's not going to have its ups and downs, but you in the midst of that are going to be more capable, more empowered. And what more could we want for you? Isn't that right, Toby? Absolutely. Yeah.